Welcome to the Canadian Pizza Podcast, hosted by Canadian Pizza Magazine, the voice of the Canadian independent pizzeria, which delivers to the industry the latest information on market trends, research, recipes, innovations, news, and new products. You've tuned in to hear compelling conversations with people influencing the pizza industry in Canada. Welcome to the Canadian Pizza Podcast. My name is Colleen Cross, and I'm editor of Canadian Pizza Magazine. Joining us today, uh, we have Bonnie Cable, who's a chartered professional accountant and a certified general accountant and president of AKR Consulting Canada, which is a firm in Mississauga that specializes in government grants, subsidies, tax credits, refunds and rebates and has done so since 2003. Bonnie joined us for a podcast earlier this month and she's joining us again to talk about financial support measures by government that are meant to help small businesses like pizzerias, bakery cafes, restaurants um, during the pandemic. As an operator, you may be wondering what programs are available to help tide your business over as the shutdowns continue. Um, today, we look at some of the measures put in place, and Bonnie will go through an example or two, and, and we'll have some questions as well. So hopefully, we'll have some information that's useful to you if you're... Uh, hopefully, we'll have some information that's useful to you uh, depending on uh, what situation uh, your, your restaurant is in. Bonnie, first of all, Hi, welcome. Colleen. Thank you, Colleen. Thanks for Thank joining you. us. Nice to be here. I wonder if we could start by uh, you giving us a rundown of some of the more recent funding that's available to small businesses. Certainly, Colleen. So on Thursday, April 16th, uh, the federal government, they introduced a new program, a couple of new programs, and they made some changes to some existing programs. And that would have been on feedback that they've received through organizations like the uh, Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses and, and probably through their MPs and MPPs that have, uh, have been getting all sorts of feedback from companies and individuals out there. So the first uh, new measure that um, they're putting in place is something for rent. So this is, this is very exciting. It's Canadian Emergency Commercial Rent Assistance Program. So that has been announced. And it will provide support to small and larger businesses for their rents for April, May, and June. So the details that we have so far is the program will provide loans, including forgivable loans to commercial property owners, who will in turn lower or forego the rent of small businesses, again, for April, May, and June. We're relying on uh, the government to get us more details this week. And I think that this is a much-needed program because there's a lot of businesses out there that are hit and are not operating and operating um, at much lower capacity, and this is definitely going to help them. Right. Lots of pizzerias that rent rather than own, own their, uh, their location. Exactly. The second um, program is a Canadian Emergency Business Account. So... Starting last week, we started to see companies actually get their $40,000 in the bank account, okay? So this is an interest-free loan to businesses. Uh, when the Canadian Emergency Business Account was first introduced, it was uh, to assist businesses with T4 payroll of $50,000 to $1 million in 2019. And again, I think there's, there's feedback that comes from industry. So what the government's done is they have, they have actually uh, increased the scope of people that they're in businesses they're now helping. And they've now changed the lower limit from 50,000 to 20,000 and the upper limit from 1 million to 1.5 million in T4 payroll. 
So for qualifying uh, companies, what you'll need to do is you'll need to get onto your um, your bank account online for your business. Just get onto your website or get onto your online bank account, and it will just guide you through how to how to apply. It's a pretty straightforward process. There's 195,000 businesses that have been approved to date. Their approval time is five to ten business days. And in order to apply, what you'll need is you'll need your T4 summary. So all businesses have to submit a T4 summary for the previous tax year by February 28th. So you'll definitely have a copy of that. You'll need information contained on that to apply. And it's, a, it's quite a straightforward process. So a couple of more notes on the loan. The loan mm-hmm. is interest-free to December 31st, 2020. We're not sure of what the interest rate will be after that date, but we know it's going to be less than 5%. After December 31st of this year, any outstanding balance on the revolving, it, it, what it, how it comes to you usually is a revolving line of credit. It will be converted into a five-year term loan that matures December 31st, 2025. And the loan needs to be paid by that time. So you've got a bit more than four years to pay it off. Beginning January 1st, 2023, interest on the balance of the loan will become 5% per year, payable monthly on the last day of each month. So interesting notes, there is some loan forgiveness. If you pay 75% of the balance of the term loan on or before December 31st, 2022, the remaining balance of your loan will be forgiven. For example, if you had a balance of January 1st of 2021 of $40,000 and you repay $30,000 before December 31st, 2022, the remaining $10,000 will be forgiven. And I think that that is, that is huge. Not yeah. only are you getting a loan, but you're getting relief from that alone too. If you do not pay 75% of the balance of the loan, you have, um, as of January 1st, 2021, before December 31st, 2022, unfortunately, uh, you're going to have to pay back that full balance by December 31st, 2025. So, again, you've got two years to uh, to pay it down and um, to get 25% loan forgiveness. Right. And and maybe at this point, it'd be good to, to just ask and make clear for everyone, um, these programs, uh, are they taxable? Um, this particular one, it's a loan, so a loan wouldn't actually be be taxable. The rent forgiveness, right. absolutely. If the government is giving you money for rent, that would be that would be income that you have right. coming in. Uh, so yes, that that would be taxable, right? Uh, right. But all of these okay. programs, you know, where taxes are applicable, yes, they are completely taxable. Which, which brings us to the next one, the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit, which so many people have, have been able to access, which is great. So the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit, it provides $2,000 a month for April, May, June, and July to individuals who do not have any other source of income through the pandemic. This includes self-employed and subcontractors who are not receiving EI or any other income. On uh, Thursday, April 15th, the government announced changes to the eligibility, and the changes were to include people who earn less than $1,000 per month. So you could be earning less than 1000 and you're now able to apply for that extra $2,000 a month. 
And it's also being extended to seasonal workers whose EI has exhausted and they're unable to take on their seasonal job because of COVID. So that's that's huge. That is huge. And I'm wondering, sorry, Bonnie. (laughs) No, go ahead, Colleen. I was wondering, uh, it just popped into my head about uh, temporary foreign workers. You know what? There was a great story in the uh, in in the uh, Toronto Star, and unfortunately, foreign workers do not qualify. So that is an excellent point. To qualify for these programs, you need to be a Canadian citizen or a permanent resident. Right. Yeah. So unfortunately, those foreign workers that are here, and you know, the story was about somebody who's a foreign worker who had been here for years, and unfortunately, does not qualify for this program because. Again, they do not have status in Canada. And it would be, you know, somebody who's on a work permit or a temporary worker, unfortunately, they do not qualify for these programs. Right. Good good to know. Yeah. I also want to note that these programs are taxable, right? So, you know, if you're making $1,000 a month and, you know, you're having your taxes taken off your income, but if you're going to access that extra $2,000 for the next four months, you know, you're going to have some taxes that you're going to need to pay, you know, at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So it's it's good to keep some of that money aside and to take that into account so that when this tax bill shows up, it doesn't catch you by surprise. Right, right. So uh, a couple of other things that uh, I found out about this program, the $2,000 benefit applies to people that are receiving dividend-only income or RSP income of 2019 of at least $5,000. And what you do find is that, you know, many entrepreneurs, when they're starting out and they're starting their business, you're having to find money wherever you can because it's not necessarily coming in. You don't necessarily have um, money to pay yourself. And that being the case, you know, you're going to dig into your RSP. You're going to get money from, you know, where you can. And you're able to now take advantage of the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit Program. Right. That's great. And that's huge. So to access it, um, you want to go to MyCRA online. You just Google MyCRA, and you'll be able to um, set yourself up an account if you don't already have online access to your uh, your CRA account online. Right, because that's uh, you want to be ideally set up and up and running with your account when when the money starts being available. Exactly. And the money the money is available. I've spoken to a number of people. Uh, within applying two to three days, the money is in your bank account. Oh, great. Okay. So it's been a pretty, uh, pretty smooth process. Yeah, I think everyone who, you know, I've had call me about it, they, they, were, they were calling, you know, we're sending out a lot of information here at AKR to individuals, to companies, and, you know, the feedback's been really good. It's been pretty easy to access. And, you know, the money comes in quite quick to people who need it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. The 75% wage subsidy program, just to refresh everyone's memory, when it was introduced, um, is available for May, March, April, and May. And companies could access it if they've had a 30% or more drop in sales. Um, that has since been amended. So now for the month of March, you're only required to have a 15% drop in sales. And the reason being is because in most provinces, a state of emergency was not declared until until mid-March. And that's when most businesses um, began to close down. 
So you only need a 15% drop in sales um, for for March. So um, to access this wage subsidy, the portal will be opening uh, online in one to four weeks. And it can be found online on your My CRA business account. To set up your online portal, um, your online account, you'll need to uh, you'll need to set up your My Business CRA account if it's not already set up. So what you want to do is you want to Google CRA My Business login, and then it's going to take you to a page. And once you're on that page, you want to scroll down the page and go to Option Two, CRA login. You will then need the owner's uh, social insurance number to set up the account. So once you've set up the account, a password will be mailed out to you, and that can take up to one week. Um, and then once you've got that password, you'll be able to, to access the account. And when you go into the account, there will be a, a portal that will appear um, anytime between one week to, to three weeks from now. And that's, uh, you, it'll give you the details on how to apply. Right, so a little bit of a process there. It, it is. So I think that what companies want to do is they want to be proactive and they want to set up their, their account right now. Because if they don't set it up, what's going to happen is when this portal does open, um, you're going to have 300,000 plus businesses that are going to be setting up their online account and waiting for their passwords in the mail. And that could take another two weeks just because of the, the, the volume, right? So right now, you really just want to get ahead of the curve, set up your MyCRA business account, uh, get that password, get the access so that when the portal does open, um, you'll have no problem applying right away. Right. Good advice. Yeah, I think many, many companies, you know, they're starting to feel um, a cash flow crunch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we saw, you know, from decreased sales. So, yeah, the definitely the loan's going to help. But if you're really needing this money to come in from the wage subsidy, um, you don't want to delay it a couple more weeks because you're waiting for a pass, password. Right. So I just want to go through an example with you, Colleen. So... Yeah, here's the example. We've got Cosmos Pizza, and they sell 25000 a month on average with four full-time employees that work 40 hours a week, earning $18 an hour on average. Uh, Cosmos expenses before COVID were 3500 in rent a month and 11520 uh for payroll. Cosmos Pizza, they've been able to stay open during the pandemic with uh, takeout orders. Two of their staff are concerned about catching COVID and are voluntarily not working. So um, any staff members that are voluntarily not there, they will be able to collect the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit Program available from the government of $2,000 a month for the next four months. Cosmos sales have dropped 50% to $12,500 a month during the pandemic. Uh, Cosmo, because of the, the sales drop, is greater than 30%. They are entitled to the 75% wage subsidy, which will cover 75% of their payroll for 12 weeks, which is the period of March 15th to June 6, 2020, for the two employees who are still working. So uh, payroll is now $5,760. And of that $5,760, um, 
Cosmo will, in effect, only need to pay 1440 because the wage subsidy will cover the rest. Right. So, so while this, uh, this uh, amount of payroll is very low, what you've got to remember is that Cosmos Pizza will need to pay 100% of these salaries until the wage subsidy kicks in. Um, so let's look at Cosmos' uh, financial situation. So their sales have decreased 50% from 25000 to 12500 and payroll for, um, for the company has gone from four full-time employees at 11520 to two full-time employees. After the, uh, after the subsidy, when you take that into account, payroll is 1440 so they're... they're Salaries have decreased 90% while their sales have decreased 50%. That is huge. So Cosmo should have, you know, they should be fine to pay their rent, but they're also going to get relief there. So they should be, after this pandemic, um, you know, when we start seeing a gradual return to work, they should be in a, in a really good financial position to bring their staff back. Right, and that's the intention behind this, isn't it? I would say so. I think the intention is to um is to put uh, money in, in companies' pockets so that, that they can they can bounce back from this quickly, they can rehire employees, right? Um mm-hmm. I think I think you've got three million people that applied for EI. It's it's huge, it's staggering. So, you know, if you've got money in your pockets because you've got, you know, wage subsidy money, you can now bring those employees back which I think right. is uh, huge, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the, the other encouragement is to is you know for people to have disposable money so that we can go out and support small business. I would imagine that after this pandemic happens, and uh, sorry, after the pandemic and we start gradually returning back to work, I think there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of campaigns to to buy locally, get back to um, helping out small business, right? making your purchases from them. You know, go go have a pizza night, right? Go go eat out. I think that there's going to be a lot of encouragement there. Yes, yes. We're looking forward to that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think we're all looking forward to some great takeout pizza. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, maybe I can ask at this point, uh, Bonnie, can you talk a little bit about um, if pizzerias, uh, if operators, owners, operators, are kind of wondering about um, what's best for each of their employees. Like, I'm thinking that for what you've said, that different, there's different situations, different employees in different situations, and um, they can benefit from different programs. Or, so uh, kind of, I guess, what, what's the lesser of evils for each of uh, the employees? And can you talk a little bit about how operators can decide how to um, access funds uh, and access programs for the business and their employees. Sure. So I guess it always gets back to, you know, um, employees are so hard to find, good employees are so hard to find. Mm -hmm. So I think the business owner is going to have to find time to sit down with these employees and find out, you know, what what their needs are, what the employee needs. I'm... Speaking to a lot of businesses, 
on average, they have 10% of their staff who do not want to come to work because they are they are scared of being out there during this pandemic. Mm, right. So you might find that some people just voluntarily, you know, I don't want to work during the pandemic. I just want to be home. Right. Yeah. So that could that that will that will relieve you of some people um, from the get go. And those individuals, the government will look care look after with the Canadian Emergency. Um, relief benefit program. So you're not going to have to worry about paying those individuals. Yeah. And then, and then we've got, you know, the, the parents that have young kids, right? That was another important point is people who have young kids, right? They need to be at home. Somebody needs to look after their children. Yeah. So, so you've got two groups of people, right? That, that don't want to be at work. Either they're scared of, of, of being out there and I can't really blame them, and then those that need to be home for their their uh, their children mm-hmm. because their children can't go out. Um, so that will leave you with with maybe some some core staff members, and you're going to be getting 75% of their salary through the uh, through the wage subsidy program. And my advice would be to do what you can to keep them on staff, right? So if you're only having to spend um, 25% of their salary, um, do what you can to keep them on staff, right? Hopefully, as a business, you're able to to stay open. As a small pizzeria, you're able to stay open with some some takeout only. Hope that you're in a position to do that. Um, Then keep them on staff, right? Your, Your other option is to lay them off um, but if you lay them off, uh, you know, that still construes. When you lay people off, it construes a, a constructive dismissal, right? And you could mm-hmm. you could lose them. And if they're a key employee, that's the last thing you want to do. So if, you know, if you can stay open, uh, keep them employed at 25% for the next, uh, paying 25% of their salary for 12 weeks, I think is really going to help out. Right. So even if they were able to collect uh, EI, that being the sinking, the employment insurance, there's still that that possibility that they won't want to come back. I, I think your, that's your the case. Operation. Yeah. So if it's someone you, you know, you really uh, want to keep and uh, they're a good, reliable employee, Maybe just think twice about that that decision. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, now that the uh, the forty thousand dollar loan has kicked in, and it's available, that's making a big difference for companies, right? Because it's bringing cash flow right into your business, and it's going to make things easier, right? A lot easier. Mm-hmm. And then we should have that wage subsidy kicking in in like one to one to uh, to three weeks. Right. So I think that, you know, the big step was really waiting for that $40,000 amount to kick in. And now that that's there, I think that that's really helping businesses. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with the wage subsidy, you know, set to kick in soon, um, that's just going to put them in a, in a much better position to be able to keep, keep staff on board. Right. Um, I do want to mention two other items. Um, 
businesses that, mm-hmm. you know, insurance, right? So um, contact your agent or broker about your car insurance because everybody's driving last, right? If you've got, if you've got a delivery vehicle, it, you know, if maybe it's parked, right? You could have it parked. Maybe you don't have drivers these days, right? Um, or your own personal vehicle. People are not driving as much. So if you're not driving as much, if you're working from home um, or you're not working at all, contact your insurance company about a discount. Yeah, yeah. If it's a significant drop for you from your normal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if, uh, if you're a bigger business and you've got uh, a, any kind of group benefit program, um, insurance companies are now waiving dental and extended health care premiums because individuals aren't able to go to the dentist. They're not able to go to, the, to a chiropractor or physio. So these, um, these premiums are being waived or reduced. So you definitely want to reach out to your, uh, your commercial insurance broker or your group benefits broker about, about these costs to see that if, if they can be reduced. Right, those are really good points. Could uh, could save you a little bit. Exactly, and mm-hmm. and it all adds up during this time. And I just have one other note here that I want to mention uh, to sure. people out there. Um, be aware of fraudulent CRA text messages asking you to click on a link to receive a deposit. The, these these texts can actually hack your phone. Always remember that the government will only um, send you money through a direct deposit or they'll send you a check in the mail, but they will never send you anything by text. Right. Great advice, uh, Bonnie. It's a good reminder. Sad to say there's people out there taking advantage of this situation and and uh, at least if we can be on the lookout for it, uh, you know, we'll save, save some people some heartache. Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you so much uh, for helping us better understand these programs, Bonnie. Uh, You're welcome. Listeners, uh, if you need more in-depth information about grant subsidies, tax credits, and so on, you can reach Bonnie at AKR Consulting Canada. Uh, Their website is www.akrconsulting.com, akrconsulting.com. we will have an article from, from Bonnie in our next uh, print magazine. Um, I fully expect things will have changed by then, and she'll have an update for us. And listeners can find uh, updates, other updates like that on our website at CanadianPizzaMag.com. Thanks for listening to the Canadian Pizza Podcast. You can find us at CanadianPizzaMag.com and on SoundCloud. Uh, let us know what you think, and if you have other questions about this podcast, or what you'd like to hear on future podcasts. We really appreciate you joining us. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Canadian Pizza Podcast, hosted by Canadian Pizza Magazine. 